You are listening to episode 202 of the FitzPro podcast, and we, I will be surprised if I don't get spicy today, you guys. This is something that makes me um, have some emotions. I have emotions in reaction to this topic, and that is the difference between revenue and profit what that looks like and what it means for your business. And my resistance, disdain, whatever words you want to use to describe my feelings that I have towards this, I need to pull up a feeling wheel, come from seeing people who coach business, one, use their business numbers, so business coaching, to sell people on fitness coaching, which they are not the same. They are not comparable. Stop doing that. I hate it so much. I will never do it, never have done it. And Two, they're so misleading. Numbers without context, they're just so arbitrary. And that is something that I want to make really clear is that I have no problem with numbers. I love transparency. I love women sharing about how much they make um, or how they spend their money. Like I think financial literacy is so important and I love transparency around money. I don't think it should be weird. I think it should be accepted and should be a normal conversation, but there's so much projecting of your own beliefs around money that happen when you talk about it, um, that I do think there is a way to talk about it in a considerate way. Let's get into that today. Let's talk about profit. Let's talk about revenue. Let's talk about goals that you have within your business, how to separate those two, and also how to make you a more conscious uh, consumer when you see people talk about revenue or profit, when they talk about their six-figure launches, um, and they don't give context. I want you to be able to Ask questions. How much ad spend was there? Are they spending, you know, $60,000 on Facebook ads to make that six figures? Okay, so what's your actual profit? Did you make six figures in profit or did you make six figures in revenue? Great, be proud of the six figures in revenue. But like, again, we need that context. So without giving the whole freaking episode away, let's dive in. The FitzPro Podcast is your no BS approach to seeking out truth in the world that is online health and fitness. You'll see through the lens of the trainer, the trainee, and the entrepreneur. I'm your host, Annie Miller, certified strength and conditioning specialist, entrepreneur, lover of sleep, lattes, and dinosaurs, aka not your average FitzPro. And my aim is to help you grow your mind, body, and business through knowledge and authenticity so that you too can become a FitzPro. If you are an entrepreneur in the online health and fitness space, I have created a free workshop literally just for you. It is called Your Biz Your Way. That's something that I feel really strongly about is building a business in a way, using a business model, using an approach to business that works for the life that you want to live. If you don't know, my husband and I traveled the world exclusively for 365 days back in 2018. And I was told by several mentors that I needed to do, you know, high ticket coaching and use sales calls. And I was like, dude, that doesn't, I can't do that. I'm literally traveling through different time zones constantly being on calls at 3am my time because somebody lives, you know, whatever, like nine hours around the world is it's just, it's not the life I want. I don't want my Fridays full of sales calls. And it just was, I had so much resistance towards most of the approaches that I heard in the fitness space and in business. So when I found what worked for me, I then started having success and people started reaching out to me. 
hey, how have you done what you've done? Are you ever going to coach business? I love your approach, blah, blah, blah. Love your business model. And so I decided I was going to start offering that. I thought, you know, I'd never coach business, but since I have found how to do this my way and it's different than what I've seen, I'm going to share that because why the heck not? It's what I needed essentially. And so I created Fitzboro Foundations, which is my online business course for online health and fitness professionals who want to build a sustainable and profitable business, you know, without selling their soul to the social media gods, without exploiting their body if they don't want to. For some people that really does fit their business model and that's okay. I'm not shaming that, but just to know that you don't have to, that's my point. So My free workshop is called Your Biz Your Way. It's three steps to build a profitable online health and fitness business. And you can find that at anniemiller.co backslash workshop dash register. You can join anytime. It's completely free. You will get upsold to Fitzbro Foundations, but you do not need to join. It's just simply the best way to join Fitzbro. It's the best bonuses. It's the best price, et cetera, et cetera. Let's get into today's episode, which is the difference between revenue, profit, and just kind of a reality check around money and the online space because shit gets weird. And I don't think it needs to be weird. In just closing out tax season and sending the IRS a decently large salary. I joke that I pay the IRS a salary because I pay monthly taxes in addition to quarterly taxes, in addition to end of year taxes, in addition to state taxes. So yay taxes. I feel the need to touch on business finance within my scope. And I want to make that really clear. I am not an accountant. I am not a financial advisor. You need to consult both of those things when it comes to your own finances, your business finances, Um, but I can speak from my own personal experience and general base knowledge. So that's where I'm coming at this from. There are many misconceptions around online health and fitness business management and finances, and I simply want to make things as clear as possible, which will in turn, I hope, make your life easier as a solopreneur assuming you are a solopreneur or a very small team. Again, please do consult before setting up or making any changes to your financial decisions in your business. Talk to an accountant. I just, I get some kind of fired up when I see business coaches online gloating about revenue generated without any context. I don't care if people make money. I love capitalism. Make that money. I just want context. And I want context for young business owners not young age, but like young, young training age in business, right? Specifically without differentiating between revenue and profit. This is what I have an issue with. They are not the same, my friends. And that is an extremely important truth to grasp if you plan to navigate this world of online business. So revenue is how much money in general you make in sales of services, goods, through affiliate marketing, whatever money comes in, that is your revenue, period. How much money comes into your bank account? Mind you, there are also processing fees. No matter what third party you're using, let's say it's Stripe, PayPal, whatever, there are processing fees that happen. Make sure that you're talking to your accountant about writing those fees off at the time of this episode Uh, I certainly write them off because they are literally thousands of dollars uh, in fees that that company is keeping in order to process my revenue in order to get me my profit. So your revenue is what happens before those fees or anything else. Before any expenses, that is your revenue, period. What money you have generated, which I think is one of the, like, can we take a moment for entrepreneurship 
And I was just talking to a past one-on-one business client. We're actually kind of at the same spot in business with some decisions that we're making. And we were discussing like how awesome it is as entrepreneurs that we literally get to generate money. We get to generate revenue. How many other career paths do you have that autonomy to say, I need to make X amount of money. These are my options. I have options, period, to even make that happen. That's so fucking cool about entrepreneurship. And it doesn't happen on day one, but I was just on somebody else's podcast. Um, If you follow Stu with What the Fuck Gym Talk, I just chatted with him, talked shop, and I told him that I made $4,000 in my first year of online business. So I made like 30 some, you know, with just in-person training and then, but on the online side, I made $4,000 in 2015, my first year in business. And I was so, he was like, I bet you were so stoked on that. And I was like, dude, I was so stoked on that because to me, that $4,000 said, I generated that. I made $4,000 by something I created, which means like there's something here. I can do this. I can make more than that. And so one, like, dude, if you're making $300 a month from your online business, you fucking generated that money. Do you know how cool that is? Do you know how much autonomy you have in that? Anyway, obviously very passionate about this. Okay. need to take a breath, sip a coffee, something, maybe not coffee, maybe like some chamomile tea or something. Um, so anyway, revenue is what comes in before you pay the fees, before you have, Um, expenses. Then we have profit. Profit, in my opinion, is what we give a shit about. More shits, way more shits than revenue. Okay. A coach might generate, like I said in the intro, $100,000 in revenue, but what did they keep? What was still in the bank after the expenses? That is your profit. And my personal business philosophy is to keep profit high. Uh, you do not have to have that philosophy. I want to make that very clear. I highly suggest that you read the book called Profit First. It is something that I read early in business. It shaped the way that I saw revenue and profit in my business, the way that I saw finance in my business. It is not the norm. I suggest you read it, take from it what you will, leave the rest. It provides a different way to set up business finance. And I do think that it works particularly well for those of us who have variable income, meaning like month to month is not consistent income. And that tends to be the case for most health and fitness professionals online and not online. So when you're making your revenue goals, don't forget about profit. That's my point. When someone says that they can get you to 10K months, for instance, in their marketing, make 10K per month. Is that revenue, my friend, or is that profit? It's a fair question to ask, in my opinion, if someone is just saying, make 10K a month. Okay, well, do you mean like I'm making 10K per month or my business is generating 10K per month and then I'm only making 3K per month? Like what is the scenario we're actually talking about here? That's another reason that I don't don't sell monetary gains in business. I sell clarity in business that will get you to whatever monetary gains make sense for your business, your audience size, your price point, et cetera, et cetera, because that's not under my control. I'm not trying to create a bunch of mini me's. Now let's go ahead and talk about ways to increase both your revenue and your profit, because obviously our profit can only be as large as our revenue is. So they both matter, right? So as in fitness, flexibility is the basis for mobility. 
revenue is the basis for profit. Our profit cannot exceed our revenue. So revenue, more money coming in. We need more clients, higher price points, more streams of income, more bundles. If you have a uh, offer suite, how can we leave the least amount of money on the table? That is revenue. Okay. A massive mistake I see when coaches are trying to increase revenue is that they add one-off purchases with no plan to sell or scale that offer. Please, 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 please make sure that if you are going to create a new offer in your offer suite, that it is number one, needed in the market. Number two, people know they need it. If something is needed, but people aren't aware that they need it, they are not going to pay you money. And if they know they need it, they also have to want it. It has to be desired. So the offer needs to be something that is knowingly desired by the prospective customer. Hey, that's why we do market research. That's why we inquire with our audience before we create something. Please do not create an offer for the sake of creating it. We create offers for profitability in business. We're running businesses. These are not hobbies. That profitability comes from people needing, wanting, and buying whatever service it is that you are creating. Please do not make this mistake. Okay. Like picture my hands gently on your face. Please do not make this mistake. If you are depending on the offer to make you money, how much money How often will you need to sell it? At what frequency? If it's available all the time, how are you collecting leads and getting them to convert to purchase it? These are just fair questions. I want everybody to ask these all the time. These are questions I ask myself. I am currently in the middle of developing a potential offer. We will see. I'm doing market research right now to even see if it's needed. What I think is needed, we'll see if it's actually needed, if people would you know, take the bait or not. Um, And I am doing that market research to see if Again, this is needed and in what manner it's needed. So I have two directions I could kind of go and I'm letting that market research lead me in the model that I use for the offer that I am creating. Is it going to be a membership? Is it going to be something that is constantly available? Is it going to be something that has a start and an end date? I'm not positive and I need to figure that out for one, the most passive income and two, the most success for the people that are going to be purchasing it. So again, I ask these questions because adding a new offer is actually the hardest way to increase revenue, but it's often the first route that entrepreneurs go down. I want to say that again, adding a new offer is actually the hardest way to increase your revenue, but it's often the first route that entrepreneurs go down. So I would suggest Seeing if you can either increase the price of your current offers, if it makes sense, so that you're increasing the total value of each client and bringing up your bottom line, add value to the existing offer if needed so we don't just increase prices, but if there's justification for the increased price, do it. If you need to add value, do that. That's way easier than creating something brand new. Becoming more proficient and optimizing sales of what you currently sell rather than creating something new. That is the goal here. If there is a legit gap that you can fill with a new offer and your current offer and new clients would purchase, absolutely great, go for it. But if you haven't yet optimized the sales systems for your current offer, do that first. We wanna exhaust all of those options first before creating something new. We wanna squeeze all the revenue you can out of whatever is already created before expansion. As far as profit goes, that will depend on your expenses. 
right? So I want to make very clear that I am not saying you have to prioritize high profit. Some people prefer to put all of their revenue back into the business, creating high expenses and low profit. Neither is right or wrong. They simply are just different approaches And the joy in owning your own business, in my opinion, your biz, your way, is that you have that autonomy. You get to choose. When I started my business, I needed to make money. I needed high profit because my life was actually depending on making the money. So I did not have the luxury of putting money back into my business. I kept my overhead as skinny as I possibly could in order to keep my profit and income as high as I possibly could. Like it was actual scarcity, um, not scarcity mindset. I did not have the luxury of disposable income to be able to reinvest in my business. So I have always kept overhead extremely slim. In fact, um, until my mid 2021 year to 2022, my overhead for my business was under $1,000 per month in expenses. I like my profits high and Lord knows mama pays her taxes because of it. (laughs) That is actually something I am in 2023 uh, spending more money deliberately to grow my business because I pay so fucking much in taxes, which is fine. Like, you know, if you're paying taxes, you've created a profitable business. So though it is never fun to watch the money you have generated go to the government, I literally have a bank account called the government's money. Read profit first. You'll know what I'm talking about. I do in 2023, we're in our house. We have our finances under lock. So now I am really looking to reinvest into my business. I was burned after spending $80,000 on a Facebook ads agency and the ads that I took some time to just uh, reground myself in business and what I'm doing and what got me to where I am organically and how can I optimize that and capitalize on that and grow that without paid advertising? How can I reach my financial goal that I have not shared publicly Without paid advertising, I have not yet seen anyone in the industry do what I want to do, what's new. So I am looking for ways to do that. And it's going to mean that my profits are going to drop because I need to spend money in order to reach my next level. So that is true, whether you are maybe in your first year of business or your seventh year of business. That's why I share that. What I'm doing seven years in may be the same decision-making process that you are doing one year in. And so there is absolutely something to be learned there. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. Um, Don't fall for it. Don't fall for the 100K in 90 days sales tactic. Um, It's gross. And even if it does happen, what business model did they use to get you there? Does it mean that you are going to be on sales calls forever and ever? Amen. Is that something that you want? Have autonomy ask questions, be curious, read profit first, know the difference between revenue and profit, celebrate both. Remember that revenue is the potential for profit. So if you need more revenue, don't jump to creating something new. How can you optimize what you already have? How can you sell to more people? How can you increase the price of your current offer? How can you create a bonus of some kind for your current offer? How can you up the value of your current offer before we create something new? Have a great day. If you're not on my mailing list, check it out, anniemiller.co slash news. I send daily emails. I also send weekly emails. Both of the options are there. You can leave anytime. I don't hold anybody hostage. Until next time, I am Annie Miller, and thank you so much for tuning in to...